Hello and welcome to TOEFOP. I'm Charlie Clawson. My name is Will Anderson. And we've brought back our first ever replacement host. Yeah. Would you say guest host or replacement host? Well, guest host. Guest host. Well, but no, was Justin away. was our first ever guest host. What do you mean? Well, Justin, well, he was our first guest. He was sorry. our first guest. So our first guest host. Yeah, he was our first guest host. Yeah. He was my sub. He was my understudy. That's right. Like if I was in like um, Beauty and the Beast, like Hugh Jackman. Was in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Uh, and he would be instantly. <laughs> um, Hugh Jackman told me a story once uh, on the radio about being in uh, the musical Beauty and the Beast. And he was saying that there was one night he had too much to drink before he went on stage. And he was out there and he realised if he was going to hit the high note, he was going to have to weigh himself. Yeah. And he d- had to decide in his mind, do I hit the high note? Um, and uh, piss myself or do I avoid pissing myself and not hit the high note? What do you do? You know what he did, Charlie? Pissed himself. He hit the high note. He's he a professional. Because he's a professional. <laughs> so Hugh Jackman was covered in his own urine dancing around in a, in, in a musical based on a Disney cartoon because he's a professional, Charlie. And it's good that you bring up hunks covered in urine because I'm going to introduce <laughs> our guest, Michael Chamberlain. It took three minutes to get to a simple intro and a little hello. <laughs> I'm going to call bullshit on that story. Like, not that it's, he didn't tell you that story. But yeah. I just reckon, I, we've all sung in the fucking world. Like, we've sung in the shower. We've sung in life. <laughs> yeah. I can't buy that he couldn't do both. Like, I could. Not, not urinate and hit the high note. But no, you, I reckon, you, you hear about footballers all the time expelling bodily fluids, you know, because of exertion. So yeah. it makes sense to me that if you had a bladder full of liquid and you had to hit it, because it's all about the diaphragm, yeah? Yeah, yeah, not the be. pregnancy preventer, yeah. <laughs> the uh, flap of muscle underneath the stomach. seems Where weird that they name both those things the same thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It'd be funny if Because there was the a... diaphragm was already invented, as in like the, the human diaphragm. Yeah. Like that's been around forever, right? And then someone's come along and gone, hey, here's this thing you stick in your vagina so you can't have a baby. <laughs> what should we call Better it? Better think yeah. of a good name. Better think of a good name. <laughs> and they've named something, it after something, something that marketable. is something that is quite near... The thing that it already is, but isn't involved in the thing that it is. So what? Can, what was named first? Well, the human diaphragm's got to be named first, right? Why? Well, no, no because one, that's no, no. one thought there's something you stick up your vagina and go that'd also be a great name for like no, this but, part of the but human no, body. But I would, I would so argue we've got into like we've got into, into vaginas like three minutes in. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Have you not heard? Mostly not heard our podcast. <laughs> well, uh, I was wondering what took so long. I thought, we, I thought we'd maybe start at the ankle and move up. <laughs> no, but seriously, so we're starting at the diaphragm okay. and moving down. <laughs> yeah, but point. seriously though, like I would Very say. Big. That um, <laughs> the study of the anatomy came after the study of pregnancy prevention, so they Why? needed a name. That's for bullshit. That. No, that's fucking bullshit. Because they how, how do they... they know how to pre- prevent pregnancy before they know how the human body works? That makes no fucking sense. They would have named the hand. It's <laughs> like you're saying you know how to brake before you know how to drive a car. Because I reckon the most basic instinct in humanity is to fuck, right? Yeah. So before human beings, but when they were like Cro-Magnon, they didn't have the. Uh, they they weren't questioning like uh, why does the body work like this? They were thinking fuck, hunt, sleep, shit, right? Yeah. So I reckon that with some caveman <laughs> going, you know what? The fucking alimony is doing me. Yeah. I've got to work out a way to stop getting all these cave bitches pregnant. Yeah. That would have been his first consideration, not not like how does a human body work? That is a good question though. In terms of when did people not want begin to not want children? Like when did they begin to realize? Fucking oh, as soon shit. as someone had a child. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as someone was like, oh my fucking lord, are no, you serious? I, I, I have to feed it yeah. and I have to Even like... Even before that, the first woman to have a contraction is like, this was a bad idea. This <laughs> is a shithouse. We had it perfect. We were the only people here. <laughs> we could do everything whenever we wanted to do it. <laughs> Why have we spoiled this? You mean Adam and Eve, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. say it's Adam and Eve. Because yeah. all my friends who have babies now, the number one thing is... Can we get a babysitter? Like, yeah. if you want to go out, they have to find a babysitter. What did Adam and Eve do? Who was the babysitter? The snake? No way. God? A dinosaur. God. And they had Cain and... babysitting. They had Cain and... Because I guess it is their dad. So they go, Dad, can you come around and mind the kid? We're yeah. going to go see... 
uh, Coldplay BC. <laughs> Whatever they were. I couldn't think of one prehistoric pun. You're better at this than me. Give me a prehistoric, popular band prehistoric pun like the BC 52. BC ACDC. Chamberlain, the sub comes on. I liked it. Jurassic Park 5. Oh, nice. BC 52 is a good one. No, but I stole that from the Flintstones movie. You know what? It, no one would have known. <laughs> really? <laughs> Who saw the Flintstones oh, I'm movie? I'm sure that made money. I did see it. I saw it. Really? <laughs> I did. I went to the cinema and saw it. You know what? Really? My, you, you know, know what, I went by myself. You know what my too. review without seeing that was? Yabba dabba don't. Yeah. Ah, nice. Yeah. Is that? Did you see it because you love John Goodman? Because that's I, the only reason I'd see it. I love John Goodman. I love Roseanne, and I would see it to see John Goodman as Fred Flintstone. I would see it if uh, Wilma Flintstone had been played by Roseanne. Like if it had been John Goodman Who as Fred Who did play Wilma? Uh, Elizabeth Perkins, I think. Perfect casting. I don't know. I just she really, looks like um, Wilma. I really like Do you remember her? She's from, um, she's and... having a, ba- no. What's she from? Elizabeth Perkins. She's in Weeds at the minute. Is that Elizabeth Perkins? Yeah. Yeah, right. She's in she looks like Wilma. She's in Big, isn't she? I don't know. I, Are we losing you with the, the cartoon character, human being? Quick, let's go back to thinking of... Um, vaginas? <laughs> no, vaginas are prehistoric band names. <laughs> no, what? Well, okay, so here's my thing about the naming of the diaphragm. 1927 BC. Oh, okay. Most of yours are BC related, yeah. though. Aren't they're not so much prehistoric as they are Christian, ju- yeah. judo-Christian yeah. references. Eight BC. <laughs> It's like there was this um, ABBA um, tribute group playing at the uh, RSL that's under the gym that I go to, and they're called Faber because yeah, Bjorn again are the most successful ABBA cover band in the world. And but there's also Baba, Baba, yeah, yeah, who are also quite successful, right? But uh, Faber, we're doing a free show at an RSL that's under a gym, <laughs> so and and their poster, and I will I will put this up on the Tofop webpage um, on the on the Facebook page or something because. The poster of these guys honestly looks like it's a special school rendition <laughs> of an ABBA tribute. Like they are, I'm like, did you only have one shot? You know that cameras are digital now because there's no way this could be the best, the best shot that they did in their photo shoot. I mean, they've all dressed up like ABBA, yeah. and then it looks like two of them have had a stroke. Time is money, guys. We're gonna get out of here. We got only time for one shot. That's right. Wait, that's exactly right. You can't... Now let me get under this curtain. <laughs> you can't pin them down, Will. They're very busy. They've got RSLs all across the country. They just got pictured like on the tarmac getting off one private jet, getting onto another private jet. That's how they took the shot. As comedians, is playing the RSL, is that like... I mean, do you tell people when you're playing RSLs? Or is that kind of like... Are, are there better RSLs than other RSLs? Like Ian Turpy plays RSLs, right? RSLs are definitely like, you know, that. what's that old showbiz um, expression? You know, like... You play, the Rudy Hill, you play the Rudy Hill RSL twice, once on the way up and once on the <laughs> way back down again. You know, it's that sort of... Who's talking to you? Is that, the, is that Burt Ward from Rocky? <laughs> you only play your Rudy RSL once, on the way up, on the way down. You got hot, kid. <laughs> the weird thing is that he went into comedy mentoring. <laughs> like, he, he, he was sick of working with boxers and he had like all these like, you know, little... Yeah, you know, that sayings and stuff that he felt like needed, um, you know, to use. So he just hangs out backstage at comedy rooms. <laughs> yeah, goes up to Chris Franklin before he's like about to belt through bloke again, and he's like, Chris is like, my heart's not really in this anymore. I'm not sure people remember the original. I need you to song cut me, Mick. Yeah. <laughs> and then Adrian says she loves you and everything's okay. Yeah. And you go out. And then, but the thing is, what people don't, most people don't know about that is he actually bombs in that first gig. It's only in the sequel that he comes back and he dominates. You know what? That's a Rocky reference. Yeah, I, I, I got that. Was a Rocky reference. Well done. Well, none of you just stared at me like fucking. Dead, not like I was doing my first gig at an RSL. And then he in three, he's got all the cash. Yeah, but he doesn't have the desire anymore. That's right. He's on Osterio. And he needs to get. A he's got a panel show. He needs to get. His name's Will Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> You're Rocky. What stage of your career are you at? If you if you were Rocky, right? This is like Rocky Six when I've been hitting the head too many times and I'm slightly <laughs> retarded, and now I'm hanging out with a tiny well, little room with you. Like this is still real radio. <laughs> <laughs> like I still think that I'm like I could have been a contender, and we're like in your front living room on two microphones that barely work with a dog under our fucking feet, and I still think I'm like in the big leagues. <laughs> I'm like my fucking toaster oven is coming out tomorrow. 
tomorrow. <laughs> You're Rupert Pupkin from The King of Comedy. Without, you guys can't see it listening, but we actually have a room filled with cardboard cutouts of an audience. And Will often turns to them and says, holds for applause. Yeah. We got Jerry Lewis tied up in the corner. <laughs> and Sandra Bernhardt is doing a really creepy lap dance. <laughs> We're getting too nerdy with our movie references. No, I'm serious about the RSL thing. Like, is that kind of... Will you still do RSLs now? Would I do it? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a different culture, though, up in Sydney. Like, in, you don't really find the RSLs in many other... It's a, a place you would go and play. Really? But they do have gigs in Sydney where it's an RSL. But, uh, I mean, Will would be more the dude who's where they're putting on a show. I'd be going and just doing a gig. Yeah, like, I mean, I've played RSLs, definitely. Like, I've played them. They um tend... Because there was something in the licensing in New South Wales for a while. If you had a poker license, like a poker machine license, then... Part of the responsibility of having that was that you had to provide entertainment, entertainment. Mm. which is why there's that thriving RSL scene. Yeah, it's because right. they had a certain amount of money that was required for them to be putting on shows. So, yeah, I've definitely... The only time I ever had the cops called on me while I was doing comedy was at an RSL. <laughs> yeah. The cops called on you? Is it like Lenny Bruce? Yeah, that's genuinely what it was. For obscenity. obscenity. Yeah. Wow. Wow. In Qu- I was playing in Queensland. You should be build yourself as Australia's most dangerous comic. I was I was on the oh no, ostentatious had come after me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, I was at um it was a, pl- a place called Twin Towns, uh which is like Tweedheads Cool and Gatter, and there's a, 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 a casino on like the border of Twin Towns. So it's in Queensland technically. And um uh they do a lot of shows there and there used to be this like great Canberra promoter who used to like book big shows there. It's like a, like a probably 1400 seat room and it always sell out. They have a regular bunch of people who pay for all the shows so they can go to then any show yeah. you want during the year. So, so they've like, paid like something up front? Yeah. Like and a so season Kam- pass. Yeah. Kamal's on next week and they'll go to that as well. Right. What would you pay for that? You reckon? Would it be a grand? Would it be? No. Wouldn't even three, that. 300. Nah, 300 bucks. Okay. Sure. Yeah. It'd be no more than a footy membership. Yeah, totally. And so they go to everything. And it was a, a massive sold out room, beautiful crowd. Everything's rocking and rolling. Really, really fun night. And there's this guy who was one of the regulars who just went to everything, who wasn't there specifically to see me, was offended by my language and called the Queensland police and tried to get me on obscenity charges and get me arrested after the gig. Can you remember? Go on. How foul were you? Like, yeah. were you over the... Were, Can you remember the jokes? No, nah, just, just my usual act. I mean, I swear a lot. I'm like a... When I'm on stage, I just... You're a fuck for punctuation guy. I totally am, yeah. Uh, and Not um, that you fuck for punctuation, but you use fuck as punctuation. And do you think you need that, Will? I don't know. I mean, just—I mean, just, I mean, just to pat out the show, Michael. I mean, the goodies never need to spend money. <laughs> Will Smith doesn't have to swear to sell records. Will Smith, that's a very <laughs> lovely rap. Very clean. Uh, what? So it was just the fuck fucks. It yeah. wasn't like any specific. You didn't do an abortion joke or something. No, I mean probably. <laughs> <laughs> Chances are. Chances are. And did he call you? Did he call the cops and then try to kind of keep you on the building and make? And or did they ever confront you? Did they show up and say? Oh, we hear there's some fucking swearing going on here. No, nah, they, did, they didn't even talk to me. What happened? I found about, out about all this post my gig because I probably did like a 50 or 60 minute set. And so this all happened while I was on stage. So he's stormed out, obviously offended by something that I said, gone and called the cops. The cops have come to the venue, talked to the venue about his complaint. Yeah. And, you know, obviously thought, you know, like, yeah. okay, he's an old guy and he got offended because some guy said, fuck, we probably won't arrest him. Yeah. Uh, and, and, that, and then I finished. And all that happened in this whole time of me going, oh, it's bi- been a good gig, nothing much has happened. That's a bizarre call out, though. If you're at the station and the call comes in saying, we've got an obscenity complaint, mm. like, would you say, oh, someone's got like a swastika flag or, or something like that? That's what you think would be serious. Oh, no, I had that. Go. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was performing in front of. Oh, you your warm up, very key ingredient, right there. Your warm up guy came out dressed like Hitler, yeah, and said, "Listen, I had a good idea <laughs> sixty years ago." <laughs> you um, you said that someone complained about uh, our, our a topic we touch on regularly on this show. I had someone on Twitter hit me up to say that they couldn't recommend their po- this podcast to friends because in uh, our opening uh, theme. Our new theme. And our new theme that is only one episode old. <laughs> it was one episode old, Charlie. We tried to change one thing about this show and it blew up in our And houses. I had a complaint because they say, there's a bit in it where I talk about there hasn't been many great advances. We were talking about the topicality of our podcast and how we could record them whenever 
because they didn't need to be topical because there wasn't many great advances in the two things that we mostly talked about, which were time travel and prison run. Yeah. And, and that's like a running joke of the show. Even people who like hit us up on Facebook say, you guys, all you talk about is Adam Sandler movies, yeah. prison rape and time travel. But it's a joke. It's a joke. And we don't specifically, and we don't actually specifically talk about, about prison rape things. that often. Like sometimes things end in prison, yeah. in the showers. And then it's up to your imagination what happens next. But, it might be prison love. I think you're getting away with this. I want to interrogate this a little further. So you're telling me... So you, our smoke screen didn't work. So, so you got a complaint. And yes. in what, maybe a year of this or a year and a half? Yeah, about that. Yeah. Yeah. A year and a half. And you've talked about your three topics. You talk about Adam Sandler movies, time travel and prison rape. Yeah. Now, obviously, Adam Sandler movies and time travel, I can see where that could venture into humorous areas. <laughs> and prison rape, I imagine... I've just very quickly, I can imagine it can it can it can be quite funny. Too. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> so you're telling me these three things you've talked about for a year, a year and a half. Remember yeah. that? Maybe an hour each time, maybe yeah. once a week. You've never, ever, ever made a joke about prison. <laughs> <laughs> ever. What? You've I'm never not, done it. I'm not sure that we have. No, I think when we about the physical about it. act of it, it, it all, it's not like just, you know what? It's like the rape's implied. Yeah. Like it gets to rape and then it fades to black. But I and don't. Maybe there's a train going through a tunnel, or there's like a waterfall, or something like that. No, but you have to imagine. But I don't think happening. we have explicitly joked about like we haven't gone into detail about rape. No. What we joke funny. about, it's always the consequence of. Like we had a whole yeah. discussion about the worst thing about going to prison and yeah. would you fight or get raped? Like they're your two choices. Yeah, that's a, that, and we're that's... not talking about the actual consequences of rape. It's just like, but we talked about it for a while, but we yeah. never sort of spoke specifically about rape or said. Charlie. Isn't it hilarious when people get raped? All we were doing was opening a can of worms for us to debate. You're a fucking idiot. Screening it. <laughs> what, what's the time? It's like 9.30 on Channel 10? So, never. So, never in the conversation was it. So, I went, if I had a time machine, I'd go back and I'd watch Waterboy. And if I had that in a prison shower, well, that's a very serious issue. You never went there. No, never. I don't think we have. I don't know. I mean, it's probably up to our listeners because we often are so stoned we can't remember what we've talked about yeah. in an episode. We re- require people to tweet that's, us. Oh, that's true, but I just don't feel like that's an area we would have gone into going, you know. Well, I don't find rape funny, personally. No, me neither. But I think the consequences prison of Prison rapes are, but all bits are off a little bit. Yeah, prison. exactly. That's the thing. Like, well, it's like, because we had this discussion where we are saying, like, if you rape someone in prison but you're not gay... Like, you know, you're just a heterosexual guy. Like, how does, yeah. like, a tough bikey go to prison, have sex with his cellmate for five years, come yeah. out of prison, and everyone's like, yeah, man, you're still fucking tough. Like, <laughs> yeah. if I had told you guys I've been having sex with a guy the last five years, you'd yeah. be like, well, you're gay, yeah. you know? But those guys, well, so, what, so when you go into prison, it's like all bets are off. Gay-er. gay <laughs> Didn't think it was possible. <laughs> all right, well... Can I put another hypothetical on? But to your, to your friend, to your friend who, who messaged you on Twitter, yeah, uh, we should we maybe send that send fifteen minutes of talking about rape to her yeah. because she's obviously a fan of that yeah. kind of conversation. She, yeah, she'd, she'd enjoy this podcast in particular. Do we just defend wouldn't. ourselves terribly? Was that like the idiot who defends himself in court and then gets an extra five years for wasting the court's time? Kind of, you kind of dug deeper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to try to like navigate our way either into a deeper hole or out of this situation. I'm going to ask a hypothetical euthanasia. <laughs> I'm going to ask a hypothetical question. If you discovered one day, Michael, Charlie, that your semen could cure all diseases. Right, that's your superpower. Like you're, you're so, Spider Man, or yeah. how does it have like to the Green be Lantern, applied? or whatever. Is it ingested, or it has to be administered through the act of sex? Oh, yeah. So, like, either I mean, it can be like any sort of any like orifice, any orifice, yeah. right? Yeah. And your semen. So you discover this one day. Yeah. Like you can you can stop death. You can stop death <laughs> with your semen, right? But you have to administer it. Into the other person yeah. through an orifice, the act of sex, so that you can't wank into a cup and no. put it in a turkey baster. Has no. to be fresh from the dick. Has to be fresh from the dick. That's the only <laughs> way. <laughs> it sounds like a slogan for a bread company. <laughs> fresh from the dick. So when I when I ejaculate, this I like to say to the girls. There you go. <sighs> fresh from the dick and healthy too. Thanks, mum. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you know, good in your footies and pies, so delicious. Charlie Seaman. <laughs> you know, 98% of people, according to studies, don't get enough whole grain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so, you discover this. I'm not really sure how you discover it. I don't know if you've been bitten by something or you just, like, but whatever. The person that you were having sex with yeah. had a disease. Yep. An incurable disease. Yeah. You had sex with them. Yeah. They were cured. Yeah. Right? So, what's the question? What would you then do with that? power well hang on okay well i'd fuck everyone i have no problem with fucking everyone except for bad people no well i mean but this is the thing are you like are you doing this for profit are you no do you think think this is a gift like so would your life so say you're with Gemma, right yeah but you discover that your semen can cure all disease would you say to Gem, hey i love you but I owe this to the world. I, I owe this to the planet. I have this gift. Well, and I can. So, would you just like now? You, would you be down the road in a hospital? Just to answer your question, because you can't fuck everyone. I try to get. I try and get Gemma to let me have sex with other people with no superpower. So you're giving me the best excuse in the world. I would definitely have that conversation, Michael. I, I think, I would have sex with people and I don't think I would charge but I imagine that people would give me money anyway. You'd get sponsored for sure. Me, You'd get gifts. People, yeah, I'd get the, gifts. You know what? Every church in the world lives. like imagine the would Vatican they? got Michael Chamberlain. Well, would the Vatican be into that? They'd claim it. They would you say have have Michael unsa- Chamberlain would change, have, You have to have unsafe rule. sex with people that you are not He can marry them? No, you can't marry everyone that you're going to fuck to cure. How many people are you going to get How long does the marriage take? Fucking Britney Spears' marriage lasted a day. Michael Gere. But then you have to get divorced, then you have to get married again. Are they going to be cool with that? Why do I have to marry everyone every day? (laughs) Because you can't fuck someone unless you're married. In Catholicism. In Catholicism. That's assuming that we're, I'm fucking Catholic. But you are Catholic. You're raised Catholic. Yeah, that doesn't mean Who I'm Catholic. Who else is going to claim you? It's not like the fucking Muslims are going to claim you. But I decide a fucking contract. I'm, when, not, I'm not Catholic. When you have your own religion, like if you <laughs> you would suddenly be the head of your own religion I'd if fucking, you could cure people's diseases with your semen. I'd be Jesus part yeah. two. Yeah. Like, All your priests would meet in the seminary. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like... It's kinda Take like, this. This is my body. Yeah, <laughs> A porn parody of the Bible yeah. instead of Jesus. Oh, that's fucking genius. Why, why has no one done that? A porn parody of the Bible. <laughs> Michael Chamberlain, you just made us a million dollars. <laughs> and just guys doing really corny jokes like, I bet it doesn't take him three days to rise again. <laughs> Would they have their same names in biblical characters? They'd be like, because you know, like a porn star has like a usually a pun name, like comes a lot or whatever. Yeah, so sure. it would be like, not uh, uh, Judas Iscariot, it would be like Judas. <laughs> No pressure. Come on. <laughs> You're the fun guy. Harry Vagelin. <laughs> well, all right. We Rod, are going Rod. 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 Instead of God. Yeah. Rod. That would be... Jesus Christ would become... Oh. No, no fucking rhyming slang. Something fist. I don't know. Yeah, it's a tricky one. There's no... Moses. Moneses. <laughs> Hoses. <laughs> Maybe Hoses. He's not just parting the Red Seas, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, nice. Yeah. You're good at coming up with a tagline, not the yeah. title. If we worked like designing movie posters, I'd come up with the titles and you'd come up with the taglines. Yeah, we'd be reading from the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke and Schlong. Yeah! yeah. Wow, yeah, that's right. We high five. Don't worry about it. Uh, Hold for applause. Okay. So, you, so you've got this gift. Yeah. You've both said that you're just going to give it freely to the world. Neither of you are going to charge for it. You might take some like donation, sponsorship, sponsorship yeah. but you're not going to... Okay, so then how are you deciding who are the most worthy? Are you going to choose Kids. them? <laughs> <laughs> Make a wish foundation. Oh, that wasn't my wish. Oh, I hadn't even considered this when I was thinking about my hypothetical. Oh, that's what I thought like, you were leading. How to. would you deal with that? If you if like if kids like if you could save a kid. Oh, this is a horrible area. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't thought of that. That's no, the no. first place my mind's. You're went. a worse person than me. No. <laughs> I could save lives. Do you have to uh, do you have to have can you can you like put it in a little in No, the, it's gotta be penis it? in orifice. Yeah, that's the You establish the rules, Michael. <laughs> yeah, this is, for whatever reason the gift only works in those circumstances. Can I stand back and aim for the orifice? <laughs> 
<laughs> Can I stand a, uh, like a foot back? Okay, they have to be over 18. Yeah, they have okay. to. Okay. Only works oh, so you're going to deny. Isn't the most tragic thing a child with a terminal illness? You're right. Okay, they have to be over 16. 16 is like the age of consent yeah, in most enough, states, right? Enough, yeah. All right, 16. Six. Can we make it? I <laughs> have to have a signed letter from Gary Glitter is there saying alright guys I'm going to test my semen I think I've got super semen too <laughs> okay let's just say for the sake of keeping this conversation at a level that you know won't lose us listeners yeah totally um, let's just say that it only works on people over 18 like you know, legal of legal age okay right okay so here's the next thing are you fucking them in order of importance of them dying like as in of, like the ones who are going to die first do you fuck them first or are you picking them on hotness? Because you can't fuck everyone. You don't have the time. Need. Need. I mean, when you have that power, it's need. That's the Catholic in me speak. It's like need. You couldn't. If you could save lives and there's someone like with, like, if there's someone with, like, incurable bone cancer, one of the most horrible fucking cancers, you'd have to go them. Even if, like, I don't know, fucking Mila Kunis also has cancer, you'd have to go the person. Don't you think? Michael? I think I'd probably start with hotness, but then to I warm think up. you should get some reward. But I think it would be well, yeah, but, gift. But, you you can, but if it's like you then could I like... think it'd be I'd, I'd like I'd go look I'll sit this one out with that one and do the eighty year old. Can I put in a little caveat on this hypothetical? Yeah. Because with this scenario, you could line up five girls in a day and do like ugly hot, ugly hot. You know, based on are you only doing five a day? Well, ten. You have this 20. gift and you're doing five people a I don't day. Think I could How many more sick than... people in the world are there? Could you fuck more than it's five times? Well, I don't know. This is the bo- but this is my point. I couldn't. Once Physically, you have this gift, once you have this gift, how do you look at into the eyes of someone who's dying and say, "I'm sorry, I've had five today. I want to watch the footy." If Would you, you have to fuck twenty four hours a day, we take Viagra. Oh yeah, definitely. But I'm just saying, like, day, but, but you're a professional a, now, and it's like a you're just curing people. Nowadays. You're like a doctor. A doctor can't say I won't do one more operation. Of course they can. If the doctor is too tired and they can't fucking hold their hands steady, what if they're the only doctor in the world who can perform that operation? That's what you are. Well, no. The only time that scenario is relevant is if someone is dying, and it's like you have to fuck that person because they're yeah. about to die. So would you like have an ambulance? <laughs> so you'd be like in the back of an ambulance going to emergencies can we, where people are about to die. Can we see that episode of House? <laughs> Charlie's on top of him and like, clear! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, okay, so. I just like the calmness with the Charlie kind of just kind of said, ah, oh, look, if they were, if the doctor, they were dying, yeah, I'd have to fuck them. He said it with like, your heartbeat didn't rise. It was just such a totally like a thing. Like, like a serial killer. <laughs> no, you're the sort of person I want to have this gift because you do have a, you say you have a No morals. Good, no, you have a good, like you say you have a good moralistic approach. So you're, you, not, you're not charging for it. But it's, but you're you, not discriminating on like age, sex, like sex then. Would you fuck the women before you fuck the men or would it just be equal opportunity? First come, first. All right, now we're getting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, no, I could because they can suck my dick, right? Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> I'd have to... <laughs> I think it'd be like on a one for me. You'd have to have certain rules though. That for me, that would have to be a glory hole situation. I yeah. couldn't see it, yeah, and I'm not homophobic. Obviously, yeah. half my family's gay, yeah. but like when it, you know what? They, I, you know what? But if I if they take me behind the cubicle, I know it's guys. Yeah. So I have to have some women come in through when I go to the glory hole to deposit my <laughs> semen. <laughs> In the mouths of the terminally ill. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, right? Like I would yeah. need I'd need them to stagger, put a few guys and girls in there so I didn't know who was. That's fine. That's fine. You're a humanitarian. You're allowed to have a little bit of <laughs> little... I, I'm getting the Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> you totally are. Well you would. You are the good guy in this situation, Charlie, and you're making yourself out to be the bad guy. Yeah. No, you no. shouldn't you shouldn't make yourself out to no, you shouldn't think you're being a bad guy because you're being a good guy. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm would, a great guy. I, you, think, I don't think you guys are giving me enough props, to be honest. You would win the Nobel Peace Prize though, wouldn't you? Like if 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 someone came out today and announced the world, hmm. hey, my semen cures all illness, yeah. and then they spent the next year. Just fuck it. Do you get holidays, or is it do you have to do it every day? You'd have to have like at least two weeks a year. Two weeks, isn't that what most people get? Yeah, but like, well, but <laughs> I loved how you asked that. Because like, I who've never had a job, <laughs> never. I don't know. What, are, what are real people in the real world? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. My entire life's a holiday. <laughs> I work two weeks a year, and by year he means in his life. <laughs> It's a Venus year. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you would take holidays? 
Uh, well, you'd have to, wouldn't you? I mean, the penis would be taking such a... Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I mean, imagine... Because I'm imagining but you hear that porn... you have no other... Like, you haven't got any other superpowers apart from this superpower. Jeans... So it hasn't changed you in any other way. You're still... A human being. Exactly well, Gene... the same person you are. Gene, Gene Simmons says that he's fucked upwards of 10,000 women, right? Yeah. So, just say... How old's he? Like 60? And just say he started fucking at 20? Yeah. So 40 years, he's fucked 10,000 women. Yeah. So how many is he fucking... Oh, this is a calculator. 250 a year. Two f- Look at the big brains on Chamberlain. <laughs> I just dropped a... Michael, I just dropped a box of matches. How many? Uh, 38. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the casino, boys. <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. a very good driver. So, okay, so he fucked 250 a year. Yeah. So that's less than one a day. He should have picked up his game. <laughs> If he's semen, like that, that's less than that's less than one a day because that's less two hundred and fifty a year. Still right? a lot. Well, you just said that fucking five a day. I was proposing but, but, to do I, but, that. That would have been. Uh, sorry, is there any evidence that Gene Simmons' semen is curing fucking all disease? No, no, no. But what I'm saying is because I'm trying to think of someone who's like fucked a lot of women yeah. and how many. Like he had the opportunity and the wherewithal and the ability to fuck lots of women, and yeah. he was only getting two fifty a day. Yeah, but this is what I'm asking: Are you going to give each of them attention, or are you? Sorry, really... can I just say I said he had the wherewithal <laughs> to fuck. I don't think that's the correct use of that word. Um. Are you going to, like, is it an appointment situation? Like, is it people getting, that you get 15 minutes and if I haven't come, you're out of there? Because, like, like, you know how doctors, like, sometimes don't give people the proper attention because they've got to get through a certain amount of medical we, appointments in a day. We, would Is that what you would but, be doing? Or? Well, no, you know what they say that there is a, a if you massage the prostate, yeah. there's an involuntary ejaculation from a male. It's the kind of, it's the same way that don't they make, well, your mate, the bull semen dude might yeah. know this. I think there's certain ways you can make animals involuntarily ejaculate. Yeah. So I think after session five for the day and they've brought in your next terminally ill patient and it's a disgusting gross pig yeah. that you wouldn't fuck ordinarily but because they're dying, you, yeah. you have to. But then, you get, to be but, some, but then you get a nurse to come in and she puts on rubber glove and then she massages your prostate. Right. And you don't even, like, you're just lying there exhausted and then, ugh. <laughs> so, but you're not a human anymore, are you? You're just a, a, a curing machine. Yeah, yeah, what's the quality of you're life? You're like a queen yeah. bee. Like, so you've given up your life. Hmm. You've been willing to you give up your life. you got two weeks holiday every year. Did I mention that? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like seriously. So you, you would be willing to give up your entire life? I would do that as a career. Yes, definitely. I would fuck lots of different people as a career. Especially, I'd do that without the curing the cancer part. But definitely... But not as much as you would have to if you were curing cancer. Here's the thing. If you were fucking people for a job, you could do it like a few hours a day, like, you know, 42 weeks a year. Enjoy your life still. But this is more a calling. This is like a... Yeah, okay. You know, like your... So the Dalai Lama, you, right? Yeah. The Dalai Lama... But you're not going to get a host master chef when you're fucking people to cure them. Like, you know what I mean? No one's going to give you time off to go and hang out with the Beastie Boys or watch, like, host well, Masterchef. No, but the Dalai Lama does spiritual healing, right? Yeah. Like, and he's in demand. So he must at least have registered... Registered... registered <laughs> nice pun. He must have registered days off. The Dalai Lama. Like, he must... There must be certain days where he's like, fuck it! <laughs> I can't be bothered speaking! Shit, motherfucker. Like, they're knocking on the hotel up. door and he's got the covers over his head and he's, like, been up all night. Like The this. Dalai Lama. Yeah. He's got have an RDOs. He must. Really? Well, does he work every day of the year? I guess so. I mean, I think that's a full-time gig, man, the But Dalai I think Lama. people, if you were in the care of the Dalai Lama, you'd have to say... What do they call him? Your, your, your holiness. Your holiness. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> you're working yourself to the bone just... Take a holiday. Yeah, he'd, day, he'd have days off. The Pope would have days off. Always really? Yeah. What I the mean, fuck do you think they're doing, dude? They're like human Obama beings. Obama has a day off where he's, you know, not Yeah, Obama does, but he's president. George like, W. Pope... Bush had, like, fucking half his term off, didn't he? Like, he, he was... Yeah, but that's an elected position. That's a job. Whereas I would say the Pope is, like, that's like a calling. That's like the Tooth Fairy. The Tooth Fairy doesn't have a fucking day off. How do you know? Tooth Fairy just fucking works. Oh, yes. <laughs> little fucking fingers to the bone. Your parents gave you a very twisted fucking story <laughs> when you were a child. It's like a Russian animation. But do you know what I mean? Like, I think the Pope is bigger than being the president. Like, because the Pope is... God, you're meant to be the voice of God on earth, right? So that's, like, bigger than a whole bunch of people voting for you to put in some policies. That's, like, you know, you are the one. Yeah, it's like being Superman. Yeah. Like, Superman is on call Or the Highlander. But Superman is immortal. The Highlander is immortal. A human yeah. being can't be on call 24-7. Yeah, there are days that go, hey, Pope, just fucking chill out for a bit and don't don't 
do anything, go right. for a walk. Perfect example. And you still walk around and go like, yeah, bless you. We'll take this into nerd <laughs> nerd territory, right? Yeah, yeah, the character Bane, who's going to be in the new Batman movie, yeah. he's famous in the comics world because he's the guy who broke the bat. Yeah. It's in a series called Nightfall. And what Bane did is he got Batman to such a stage where he was so exhausted, he, made, he freed all the psychos from Arkham. Batman had to fight his way through and get them all back in prison. And then at the very end, Bane confronted him and because Batman was so exhausted, broke his back. So what that is a metaphor is saying you've got to give a mortal some time off. If Batman, because Robin was saying to him the whole time, Batman, just fucking take a few days off, man. You haven't slept. You look, you look terrible. If Batman had taken some days off, then maybe he could have beaten Bane. The Dalai Lama is like Batman. Right. Okay. So, but when you're, <laughs> he does live in a cave and fight crime. So you're right. But to get back to the topic, when you're getting, <laughs> no, no, no. when you're getting sucked up by a guy in a glory hole. So <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying. Like the Dalai Lama would need days off. I mean, just because what he's doing is not physical, he would still need time to kind of. He can't talk to people every day and offer enlightenment every day. Why not? Because it's exhausting. What he does, isn't it? Be tedious. I reckon behind closed doors every now and then. Surely the Dalai Lama, surely the Pope goes, oh, fuck this. Do you reckon it's one of those things like when you're a comedian, you get in a cab and they say, tell us the joke. Like when the Dalai Lama gets in a cab, just go to the movies or whatever, he wants to go and see Rise of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> and, and, and people are like, oh, what do you do? And he goes, oh, yeah, I'm the Dalai Lama. And they're like, oh, fucking enlighten me. He's like, I'm not at work, mate. Yeah. I'm just going to see a movie. You get good money for that, mate? <laughs> <laughs> And then, no, the Dalai Lama, to just... I haven't seen you on TV, mate. You're good. <laughs> I have on, uh, it's on MasterChef. Nah, uh, you watch it. <laughs> you ever met Dave Hughes? <laughs> What's well, Buddha like? <laughs> oh, I don't like him. Can I read you some emails we've got? Yeah, sure. Um... We've had a response to um, Michael, just to fill you in and to any people who haven't been following the last couple of episodes of TOEFOP. Uh, Will brought up a story you might have read uh, in New Zealand. Apparently there's a bar that's offering bull semen, uh, apple-infused bull semen. is yeah. like uh, no, uh, no illness healing properties are detected, <laughs> unfortunately. What, yeah. what uh, the, as a... As a- Cocktail? A delicacy. Yeah, it's a novel, it's a I don't think it's, alco- I don't think it's yeah. alcoholic. Okay, no, sure. We didn't really establish that. No. I think it's you just, think you want a shot in Yeah, they, they probably put something like Maduri. Yeah. <laughs> People are drinking the bullspoff and going, oh, this Maduri is gross. <laughs> well, anyway, I uh, I don't believe the story's real. Well, is I, I, to me, it just sounded like one of those, you know, world, what's the, what's the what's the MX magazine? It's is like it? a world, world of the wacky yeah, sure, or weird sure. in the world. Or wacky whatever. world news. There's like a that. wacky little group of funsters from Auckland University who have a little university paper. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And they've slipped that in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, because Will was reading me the facts of the story and I didn't believe it. So they gave the name of the journalist at the yeah. end and I appealed to the TOEFOP listeners, the teabaggers. I said, could you please bombard this woman with emails? Yeah. Wanting, I just wanted more facts, more evidence. Yeah. Do we have more information? Is this real? I believe it is real because why would they write about it in the newspaper? Oh, good point. Real? That's actually a really good point. Yeah. Really good point. So I got this... Um, <laughs> I got this email from one of our listeners, Banjo, who oh. lives in Fremantle. Pity. And he said, uh, hello, gentlemen. Thank you for the podcast, which enlivens many a jury commute. Oh. oh I feel bad start. Oh, well, that's all right. <laughs> Good on you, Banjo. He said, I thought I'd share with you my inquiry earlier this week made of the Gisborne Herald, which is mm. obviously the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Right? So this is what he wrote. Yeah. Dear editor, I'm writing to attempt to ascertain documentary or primary source evidence to substantiate the claims of bovine semen being sold as a beverage accompanying poultry meals published in your newspaper. Good start. Has your reporter undertaken any communication with the public health statutory bodies? Question mark. Have any of your staff previously worked for the News of the World? Or been sanctioned for ethical transgressions in the 2010-2011 financial year? Double question mark. Topical, I like it. Thank you for the clarification. Your sincerely, Banjo Lawson, Fremantle, Australia. Any response forthcoming shall be forwarded forthwith. Kind regards, Banjo. Banjo. Good on him. Banjo Lawson too, named after two of Australia's greatest poets. That's right. 
And did they get a response? <laughs> and there was, was there a response? No, I haven't had a response. Oh, oh okay. Oh, was that underwhelming? <laughs> Banjo, <laughs> fucking hell, man. I was on your side. Why didn't you call up the bar or something? Why didn't you call them up? You call it's them not up as now. funny to read out in an email. To say, hey, mate, call I was hoping there would be a response, though, because that's an excellent inquiry. Well, Banjo, if there is a response, yeah. get it back to us, because I've obviously let down the entire <laughs> <type of> audience. I've <laughs> no. uh, got another email. No. Um, not to turn this into, hey, hey, it's Saturday. <laughs> But I actually thought this was interesting. <clears throat> um, and this is from Karen Hughes, and you probably have already read this story. You've probably even done stand-up about it. It's a couple months old now. Uh, it's dismissive why he says that. Yeah. You've probably even done stand-up uh, you've, about you've it. You've probably done one of your little bits about one it. One of your little comedy skits. <laughs> You're doing your standing-up comedy. Uh, is that pay well, doesn't it? <laughs> hey, firstly, I love the podcast. All right, well done. Bye-bye. This is from Karen Hughes. I just found this article thought you'd enjoy it. Adolf Hitler ordered blow-up dolls for his troops because so many caught sex diseases from prostitutes. You know this story. I have done stand-up. Ah, <laughs> Fuck you, dickhead. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Let's try and pick the jokes you would have done. <laughs> All right. I'll read it out paragraph for paragraph. You oh, guess yeah, what yeah, jokes yeah. Will did and Will, you tell oh, us what I'll jokes. I'll say I fucking remember. Okay, first paragraph. Records revealed Nazi scientists developed the synthetic comforters for German soldiers who were regularly hustling in Paris. The problem was so bad, it was keeping many of the troops from their frontline duties. Michael, do you think Will has picked a joke out of that information yet? I'm, I'm, I'm pushing towards, like, uh, names, you know, like... Uh, Goebbels. Global, yeah, like... Uh, Herring? 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 Herring, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Will? Be. Uh, nail Hitler? Maybe uh, there was a Nail Hitler? Hitler. Is that it? No? No, I don't think so. Okay, so there's nothing no. in that one? No. Next round. <laughs> <laughs> the World War II project began in 1940 after SS chief Heinrich Himmler wrote, The greatest danger in Paris is the widespread and uncontrolled presence of whores picking up clients in bars, dance halls and other places. It is our duty to prevent soldiers from risking their health for the sake of a quick adventure. Michael, anything you can do <laughs> your comedy fancy there? I think they, I think they, I think, I think, what, what isn't, weren't they meant to be blowing up London? Hey! Oh! I think that is actually kind of like a joke. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was a blowing up thing. There was definitely a blowing up reference. All right. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Hitler personally approved the plan for the blonde and blue-eyed gynoid or ginoid dolls, which were small enough to fit into a backpack. They were tested by soldiers in Nazi-occupied Jersey. Oh, there's a Jersey Shore joke here. <laughs> Michael, what do you think he said? Oh, uh, shit. Jersey. Small enough to put into a backpack Jersey. in Jersey, just like Snooky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boom, boom. Hiss, boom, hiss. All right, more information. What shit. else have we got? Occupied no? Snooky. Isn't that when the situation stays over? Boy, oh, hey, Not bad. Yeah. Himmler was so impressed he ordered 50 for his own troops. <laughs> Nothing. But in 1942, the project was halted when German soldiers refused to carry the dolls because of the potential embarrassment if they were captured by the enemy. And I thought it was just Poland they were trying to invade. <laughs> Did you make a joke from that? No, I can't remember Michael, any of the jokes I made about this, actually. Is this what a, a, like a writer's meeting is like on a comedy show? On a bad comedy show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on a really horrible, horrible comedy show. <laughs> 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 Author Graham Donald uncovered Hitler's secretive Borgheild project. Borgheild. It's called the Borgheild project. Mm. While researching the history of Barbie, which was based on a post-war German sex doll. Really? Barbie was? Well, Barbie does look like an Aryan, Aryan ideal. Mm. Right. Is it? Wow. It, it does change the whole perspective of the showers in her dream house. <laughs> oh, is that too far? Before I think we, after before when you were trying making a little Auschwitz humor is yeah. kind of like I mean if people haven't switched off after you fucking kids <laughs> then I think we're fine. He said, in the end, the idea fizzled out, and the place where they were made, in the end, the idea fizzled out, and the place where they were made, and all the dolls were destroyed in the bombing of Dresden, and that's probably where you're blowing up. Blowing up, yeah. yeah, sure. So the, the dolls got destroyed in yeah. the bombing of Dresden. Gotcha. Yeah. Here's my question. What's that story meant to achieve? Like by releasing it's that like fact It's like the Osama now, bin Laden pornography thing. It's to humiliate and discredit the... The Nazis. 
to destroy the fine reputation that the Nazis had in the community. Aren't the Nazis already the lowest of the low? Is there anything that you could learn? South Africans. If you could learn about what? Like South Africa? <laughs> no, South Africans. No, you talk. You talk. We've got a friend so of South, South Afri- Africans. A worse people than the that. Nazis. No. All right, according to eighties action movies, they are definitely. You look at uh, Beverly Hills Cop. You had that South African, like the the henchman. You look at uh, uh, Lethal Weapon Two, diplomatic immunity. You look what at, about Indiana Jones? Nazis? Yeah, no. I'm just saying that if you looked at popular culture up until the end of apartheid, South Africans mm. were the most kind of like. Okay, but how about the real world? Like Nazis still beat South Africans, don't they? I don't know. You meet a South evil. African in the back of your mind. The first thing you think is, if it's a white South African, you're like, you're, you're yeah. racist. Really? So you would compare? You'd like take that lower than a, 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 a team of people kicking off an event that sets about the deaths of fifty million. people? No, no. I'm not personally saying. I'm just saying. Well, you didn't sound like you're personally saying. No, I'm not saying. So you South were saying that South Africans are worse than Nazis. No, what I'm saying in public perception is that South Africans get just as rough a deal no. as the Nazis. You don't I think? don't think so. I don't watch History Channel and see documentary after about documentary South, about yeah. South Africa. About apartheid? There's a couple. Oh, hang on. This is bullshit. I'd say, well, actually, maybe not about Nazi Germany. They've got like a 30-year head start. But I'd yeah. say apartheid in terms of social shame. In like when human you don't being... get arrested for waving a South African flag. No, yeah. but you get arrested for uh, endorsing white. Oh no, is white power is that illegal? Yeah, but no. they weren't white power. South. I mean, that's exactly what it was. Apartheid, obviously, but they weren't like clan members. Like the whole of South Africa before apartheid weren't going around like in big white sheets with burning crosses. No, but it's definitely shit. segregation. Oh no, no. And so apartheid like... was one of the most horrible things of all time. There's no doubt about that. But it wasn't like. The Nazis. You don't, but you don't think that they're <laughs> like getting... Like if Nazis came to South Africa, no, no, I think the South Africans were still... You're, you're misunderstanding Nazis. what I'm saying. I'm not comparing them and saying that it's on par with yeah. Nazism. I'm saying in popular media recently, like apartheid was just as demonised as Nazism. But all I, all I can still think of is one old bad guy from Lethal Weapon 2. <laughs> to be honest, that's all I can think <laughs> of too. That, I really can't see the popular... Oh, Invictus is... Who was I okay? Victor. Well, no, and the, and the well, you know that, like, you Scott. obviously know that, um, uh, you know, obviously know that Nelson Mandela and Stephen Biko were the two black heroes and leaders of South Africa, right? The the, the Malcolm X, the Martin Luther King of that, you know, particular movement. Yeah. Who were the white guys? De Klerk. De Klerk was the one who helped it change over, though, oh, as well. Fuck. So who were the white guys? Who were their Hitler and Himmler? Name them. Diplomatic community. <laughs> the guy from that movie. Uh, Han- so Hanze Konya. Yeah, Hanze Konya. And Charlie's Theron. <laughs> uh, Charlie, she was, she was mean. She was mean. Let's just sort of kill a man with no makeup on one. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about Charlize Theron? Are you? Do you find her attractive? Uh, I do, but I must say she doesn't come up in my thoughts very often. Yeah, not when I'm masturbating. Mm. Like, but like, if if you saw she was in a movie, like, would you go, "Oh yeah, Charlize"? She's in like a prominent, like the, I don't know. If I think jewel- she's attractive, but she there's a jewelry or perfume or something campaign that she's like the face of right now. Sure. Yeah, where she does the strip on the on the. I act. think she's very do you beautiful. Think she's attractive, but I think Nicole Kidman's well was beautiful, but more not- beautiful than Charlize Theron. No, but like, I mean, they have an elegance and a beauty, but they don't turn me on. If Nicole Kidman yeah. and Charlize Theron mm. both had, <laughs> both had... The power to cure... No, both, <laughs> no they the both had diseases, man. right? They've got both diseases. Who do I fuck? Right, but Nicole Kidman's disease is slightly worse, has a slightly more chance of killing her than Charlize Theron's do. Yeah, Nicole Kidman. Who do you have sex with? Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Yeah, yeah, the disease you take precedent. Really? Well, you're asking, do you want to fuck one movie star or another movie star? It's not that hard. I think you'll get over it. Yeah. What if it was like Betty White? Okay. Has this been diagnosed yeah. with a brain tumor? Yeah. Okay. Or Mila Kunis? Yeah. Okay. That's that would good. be the harder decision. Because Betty, Betty White is old, and yeah. it's like, well, Betty, I mean, that's I saved your life, but how much longer are you going to live they're for? They've both got a brain tumor, but it, it's more chance it's going to kill Betty. Because she's older and more yeah. fun. So that's the scenario that you've been. Well, in that case, if it's with. Betty White, I would say, look, Betty, you've had a fucking great run. You've had a, like <laughs> two or three careers. Right. Like, I, well, hang on. Well, the question is, does my semen make them immortal or just saves their no, life? No, no, just until saves the their life incident? until the next thing. Okay. Well, no, Betty, come on. She's what eighty-seven, and she's had a great career. Your cock is like ET finger. <laughs> you know, ET's yeah, yeah. finger could like yeah. cure people. That's and what it, your and cock's it also like. glows. At the end. It glows. <laughs> 
Actually be really quite often, uh, teenagers just uh, ride around on, on bikes with your, with your cock yeah. in a basket at the yeah, front. Look, kids in hoodies give me a hug. <laughs> Cops chasing, going, stay away from that cock. I feed it Reese's Pieces. <laughs> Drew Barrymore <laughs> looks tiny next to it. <laughs> Uh, no, I think, look, if it's, if it's, if someone is very old and if I was an old person and I was like terminally ill mm. and there was a young person who was terminally ill, I think that I would say, you know what, unless I had a really shitty life and I hated that young yeah. person, mm. like I'd, I'd let it go. Wouldn't you? I'm not, I'm not scared to die. I don't, I'm scared of pain. I'm not scared to die. Is it a particularly painful thing that Betty White has? Okay. Oh, here's a new twist. Oh my God. Um, imagine. Okay. Now this is, a, I'm taking it to the next level now. Does that uh, mean it's going to get more offensive? <laughs> no, no, no. I've just got a twist on it now. Okay, so your semen cures all diseases. But when your semen comes out of you, it hurts. Like Wolverine's claws. Like Wolverine's claws. Is that exactly what I was thinking about? Like, genuinely, that was exactly what I was thinking about. So <laughs> The first time I ejaculated it, I'm 11 years old with a Target catalogue, and I'm like, huh? God! God! Oh, my mum runs in. She's like, what's the matter? I'm like, it's like a blade came out of the eye of my penis. But it saves lives. So that's the scenario now. It's like, it hurts like Wolverine's got, you'll heal like Wolverine. So you know that like, it's not a permanent So it's like injury. that awesome line in the first X-Men where Rogue asks Wolverine, does it hurt when they come out? And he's gone every time. <laughs> so it doesn't matter how old and tough you get. Yeah. It hurts. Yeah, you know that the pain will go away how, eventually. Well, well, give me an equivalent of what the pain's yeah, like. Yeah, how much would it hurt? How much kicked in the balls? For Wolverine. Well, I, I think well, Wolverine's going to hurt, right? Not minimal compared to what you've got blades coming through your skin. Yeah, but he's normally so riled up that's like yeah. Yeah. Schnick, yeah, it would still hurt. I don't. Well, he doesn't seem to react to it like it so like, hurt like so being like, cut. It hurt like being cut. If someone cut you, that hurts. On the balls or the well, dick? Well, someone cut the inside of your penis. Yeah. Okay, so it's like it's like literally dragging a butter knife out through the eye of your cock. Ah! No, a serrated knife. Oh! Yeah, it's like, getting, it's like tying a bunch of razor blades And there's a little together. ball of spikes on the end. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> With lasers. Yeah. Well, someone can do it. <laughs> I don't know. Why you have like a, a, a like an ice cream head? <laughs> it's a conch, it's a conch screw. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> a basketball. <laughs> okay, so it hurts. It hurts in your balls and dick. It hurts in your balls and your dick. But it doesn't do any permanent damage. Doesn't do any permanent damage, and you still. And what about no? In addition to that, you also have uncontrollable flatulence for five minutes. <laughs> oh, is that the bit that, that that might be the bit where you draw? Come your on, life? dude. I know you're like. <laughs> That would embarrass you more than the basketball popping out the end of your dick is uncontrollable oh, flatulence. I'm not doing it if it hurts. <laughs> I don't care how many people are curious. If it hurts my cock, it's not getting done. I'm sorry. I will make my living in another way. <laughs> I'm happy not to have this. Well, if it hurts that much, if it hurts like giving birth out your cock, yeah. then I'd have to rethink it because I think physically that would be too exhausting like if we're if earlier we were saying maybe five in a day if you're really on your game, yeah. but that kind of pain. You can drug yourself. Like I mean, we we can. Who's going to drug you? Well, the doctors would prescribe you drugs because morphine you're giving something. a. How are you going to get an erection with morphine? I don't know, but like, well, we'll oh, just, just give you a, we'll a cocktail nurse. of cocktail of Viagra and morphine. We'll make some little sort of Viagra and morphine mix. And just fucking it awesome, really injected <laughs> into you. Yeah, yeah, we are. Let's, let's get off mic and talk some more about that. Like a morphine mix. You'll be on, you'll be on a trip. Oh, so and the bad parts what? Basically, you'll be essentially in a coma, but with a really erect cock. So you'll be like a queen so bee. You'll yeah, essentially totally. be like gigantically, yeah. like 500 yeah. kilos in a room on a bed, yeah. drugged out of your mind with like just a, a tube attached to you. No, not even a tube because you've got to fucking, yeah. you got to actually penetrate. They just come in. So you're just like on. a massive concubine, queen yeah. bee concubine. You're like Annabelle Chong in that movie where she banged all those guys. <laughs> where she want all those guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did, did you, yeah, but did you say, what did she do? Banged. Oh, I think she said you ran into all those guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, did you ever say that, that Annabelle Chong I saw Chong the documentary, movie? I didn't see yeah, the, the doc- porno. Yeah, the, no, the documentary. Right, yeah. There was a, whatever that she was. She was the first gang, well, she, she set w- a record w- Set the world record for like the most, most people fucks, had yeah. sex in one session. Which was then beaten by Houston. Dude, I, I, I clocked out when you asked me if I wanted to have sex with Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> I totally, I tune out. That's all I could focus on. Yeah, sorry, man. All right, so what was the answer to that then? Did you want to have sex with Betty White? Betty uh, White or Mila Kunis? 
Is she here? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that thing about Mila Kunis is going to the ball with that Marine? Did you see that? Whole yeah, thing? but then why well, she wasn't going? Like she, oh, she said she, she was going to go out. and then she pulled out. Oh, I was going to be. I was interested to see if she'd actually go through with that because she got such good press over that. That the more the press, the good press built up, the thought I thought uh, the harder it's going to be for her to say, oh, conflicting dates or, or something. Yeah, I think that's what they went with in the well, end. Wasn't that the thing though? She said, you know, I'll go. I mean, you never. Quite, I'll go if I'm, never know I'm if free. It's she true. did say, yeah, you never if I'm know, available. You know, if that what that it's a great little. Caveat. Do you, if you're if you're Mila Kunis, so after you've looked at yourself naked in the mirror for like an hour and touched yourself and sent me photos, <laughs> yeah. Do you then think about? Justin Timberlake and go, you motherfucker. Like, you totally put me on the spot there and now I've had to fucking talk to my agents and my managers to get me out of this. Like, did what he... Is what he did pretty fucked? Good PR. I think it probably was good PR. But also Justin Timberlake, I think, could think he could do anything. Yeah. Like, oh, no, I mean? But, uh, like, but are you pissed off at him? If, if Justin Timberlake did I don't think you? he can be pissed off at Justin Timberlake because he's like one of those guys... Oh, oh, really? Yeah, like he's like Bruce Wayne. You know, when he's like in the, you know, he's like... Having, he's charming with his... He's charming, but also the, he's like weirdly broken and arrogant and lived in this pampered world where everyone's like, oh, well, that's just Justin. Of course he has sex with every single hot, you know, female celebrity. But have, like, you, have you ever committed to something like that, like a charity event when you're being caught off guard and then had to, like, get out of it before? Yeah, yeah. And I have the ability to cure people's illness with my semen, Charlie. <laughs> and yet I end up spending time with you guys. Now, um, no, I, I never would agree to a charity thing and then... and then. But you must have been put on the spot somewhere along the line where someone's gone, hey, can you come do this gig? And you say yes and then have to... Get no, out. I don't say yes. What do you do? What they are? You just pretend you're deaf. <laughs> Me not, Pablo, not English. What? <laughs> what? You've just seen you come off stage, you've done an hour in English. <laughs> Me not speak English. <laughs> You say, oh, I'm, I'm Adam Hills. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. I'm Adam Hills. I'd love to. Yeah. Give Can't me, wait. Give me an email. This is my email. <laughs> Adam Hills at adamhills.com. I'm sure I've got a website. But I think if that's the worst thing that happens in Mila Kunis' year, then she... Oh, I'm not discussing that. I just, th- I just wonder if that's a, a sort of shitty move because we all like to do, you know, like people would like to be seen to be charitable, but I mean, you know, she's a human being as well, like... For her to, for her, she couldn't have said no in that moment and for it to come across kind of like, well, she had to say yes. Mm. So okay. is, that a, is that a cunt move? So if you're Mila Kunis, right, and you go to this army base with this Marine. Hang on, I'm so Mila Kunis, can you just give me like five minutes? Yeah, look at yourself in the mirror. mirror. <laughs> uh, you're Mila Kunis, right, yep. and you go to this army base uh, and you meet this Marine and it turns out this Marine's a guy who's won like the equivalent of Victoria Cross or whatever yeah, it is. Purple Heart or something. Yeah, yeah. He saved like a hundred other guys' lives in but he's some seen battle. <laughs> no, just in some battle. Okay. Right? Miller, I jacked off in the mouths of all my injured comrades. Um, you're really brave? <laughs> so, no, you meet him and he's a genuine hero. Yeah. Do you just give him one because he's a hero? Do you know what I mean? Like, well, put yourself in the situation. Well, I mean, because the thing is, like, she's Mila Kunis. That would be a great prize. Yeah. Like, that would be better than a Purple Heart. Yeah, definitely. Or a Victoria Cross. If yeah. I say, congratulations, you saved 100 of your mates. Mm. You get to bang Mila Kunis. Yeah. And she'd just do it. Like, at one night, just, like, good on you. Well done. But would you, like, just say some female um, frontline soldier had, you know, uh, saved a, a troop in Afghanistan. And she's not unattractive. Yeah. But, you know, just normal kind of chick. Would you give her one if you weren't in a relationship or whatever? Yeah, if I wasn't in a relationship. But, but would you give her one, not because you're just a guy <laughs> and you're no, drunk? No, like because she was because, a hero. Yeah, you, that, that, that would turn you on I would say thank you for the contribution. You'd say, Advance Australia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you Lest would. we forget. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. We really had to offend every group in Australia. Wow. All right. Um, you but, really would. Like, that would be a... a Thing you'd want to pay that would turn back. me on. You'd want to pay it forward. I, get- I I wouldn't say that I would assume that because she was a hero, she would love the prize of having sex. With no, her. but yeah, just yeah, say yeah, she yeah. did. But no, say no, like, like it, it had come in through either her or her people. Yeah, that this is like 
what she'd really like. Come, she's come back from war. She saved all these people. She killed yeah. Osama bin Laden. Well, no, she got blinded. And so, no, she got brain damage and can't tell attractive from hideous. Yeah. And so she's gone, <laughs> I want to fuck Will Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Funny, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. So she's come, she's come back from war. She killed Osama bin Laden. Yeah. And they've said to her, you are the person who killed Osama bin Laden. Whatever you want to do in life, we are... Yeah, we're happy to try to arrange that. And she says, Starlight Foundation going to think. Yeah. yeah, and she's gone like, I want to well, fuck Will Anderson. Yeah, for whatever reason, she's like, I would like to have sex with Will Anderson. This might be out of left field. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is probably, uh, uh, guess you, what? I'll give you a million dollars if you can guess it in your <laughs> Sex is trying to know. Oh, cold. Cold, way cold. Okay. The... So they ring my manager, right? Yeah. And they're like, this hero's come back from war. She killed Osama bin Laden. Her one request, like, I'm returning. She'd like to have sex with Will Anderson. So they, obviously, you know, they're like, oh, well, is this legit? They follow it up. Mm-hmm. Then they ring me. I say, look, we've got this gig, gig for you. Um, I would say, how much? They would say, no, it's a, it's a comp. It's a freebie. It's pro bono. Um, and, you spit your caviar across, yeah. your, <laughs> across your estate. You slap your butler in the face uh, yeah. and say, uh, the star was meant to be room temperature. I uh, would get my personal assistant to look up on the internet what pro bono meant. No, I would do that if someone thought that was like a gift. Yeah. Like I would do my best too. I would try to do a good job with it and I'd like really feel like I'd contributed something to it. So, country. but when you say no, how do you say no? Or do you just not answer? Oh, no, I just say I had a clash. So you'd say that on the yeah, spot? on the spot. Because I'm, I don't think... I'm, I'm going to check my diary. Well, it's hard for you because you've never got anything on. Yeah, exactly. So it's hard for you to pretend you've got No, but I also, I hate like, I hate sort of letting people down. I'll say yes to a right, lot of things. Right, so you'd rather just let them down later? Yes. No, give me time <laughs> to think of a You'd rather like, let them down more. Like, I'm the kind of guy who like, it's someone's birthday and it's like, uh, you know, uh, you know, I said, yeah, I'll go to your party. And then like, I spend a week thinking how I'm going to invent like something yeah, yeah, to get sure. out of the party. But I'll say yes at the time. I used to do I know that that's not charity a lot. Work, and then about three years ago, I went, I'm going to stop doing that. And I just <laughs> Have you guys noticed I've been in it? Your body's like... <laughs> but it's actually quite fun, like in terms of... Thinking not of- fun, sorry, but it means you don't... I used to go to all these things and yeah. sit around going... Why am I here? here? I don't like yeah. any of these people. Yeah, and yeah. They don't like you, me. That is true, man. And about you, three years ago, I went, I'm not going to do that. And I did that with people and I did that with events. So it's like, you know what? I'm yeah, of all my friends, you are definitely... Michael is... Like the he's like the Dalai Lama of social events. Right. Like he just he turns Taking up a lot of time off and going on MasterChef. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but Michael will turn up to kind of even the most fringe friend if they have like a, a thing. Michael will turn up like will put in an appearance, and it's like wow, man, like you're very dedicated to your friends. I'm the opposite. I'm like, well, are you in my immediate vicinity? Like, can I have a conversation with you? If we're gonna have to talk about stuff from five years ago, then I, I can't go. But you'll do it. You're good like that. No one ever assumes I'm around because I'm away all the time. Yeah, you're lucky. Like, I'm like... Perfect alibi. Genuinely, like, no one even, like... It texts you about anything. Yeah. that I will be around for tell something. You, so tell on, yourself that. So on, <laughs> so on the... Yeah, yeah. Mike, we've been having parties every fucking weekend, dude. Yeah, we just don't want to invite I, you. Yeah, I never get invited to anything, ever. Like, ever. Obviously, because I'm so popular I'm and busy. I'm away, away all the time. It's got nothing to do with the fact that no one wants to invite me. I check my phone and I tell people... People, I'm in town. You did sound but I still a bit. Don't get you any did sound a little bit like Dr. Zoidberg there. My friends, <laughs> they don't invite me because I'm so busy being a doctor. Well, that may well be right. Now I, that I you've mentioned up, it, I'm not. Sh- I'm not debating that what you've said is the truth. <laughs> I never looked at it that way. That <laughs> I was Dr. Zoidberg. Zoidberg. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? My point is, still remains the same. That either way, it suits the lifestyle that I enjoy, which is not having to go to things. So, so whether it's my choice or theirs, and now that's up in the air, uh, it still seems to be working out fine. It's a draw. Yeah, it's a draw. It's a draw. All right, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this shit up. Okay. Hey, thank you, Michael Jamblin. Yeah, hey. thanks, Michael, for being our first ever guest host. Yeah, first ever guest yeah. host, and our Second returning guest because Justin came back for one, didn't he? Yeah, Dave Anthony came back for one. Like, that was a double episode, though. Yeah, but like we, it was over two weeks. Yeah, but it was the Why same Why are we session. arguing about mm. this? 
Okay, I have some shows. Um, I'm at Sydney Comedy Store at the mo- at the moment, um, and then I'm going to uh, Perth to do shows. So willanderson.com.au. I also want to give a shout out to people who hit us up on our Facebook page. Uh, in particular, there's been a couple of amazing bits of art that yeah. have been sent in by um, our listeners. Uh, is it James Fosdyke? James Fosdyke who did, did the. Um, what we're using is our new sort of Facebook, Facebook photo. Page photo yeah. And he's done this like amazing cut Tofop cartoon. It is yeah. so fucking cool. If well, you haven't checked it out. You know what your girlfriend said to me today is uh, he made you guys look cool. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's it's really fucking awesome. Yeah. And I, his stuff's really cool, so you should check it out. And um, I, I love that. But also uh, last episode when we talked about me doing a Green Lantern style nice show, time. there is a Green Lantern poster uh, that one of our listeners mocked up. And it is genuinely willpower yeah performed against his will, will. and it, it's it's stunning so um if people ever want to send any stuff into the facebook page we love it it's it's really cool stuff so hit us up there that'd be cool have you got anything to promote do that i'm gonna do pictures of you guys <laughs> do you are you doing stand-up in sydney oh yeah have you got anything coming out this week not that i want to talk about why R- <laughs> rsl's you and ian turpy uh it goes up sunday night uh, yeah, so hang on sorry this is Sunday night. Done and, you know. Um, I, I, Michael doesn't want to plug his show, so I'm going to plug it for him. Yeah. Can of Worms on uh, Channel Isn't it Can O Worms? Is it Can O Worms? Can of. That's Can of Worms. I always thought it was Can O Worms. I'm sorry. What do you mean? I don't know, just much more Why catchy. Why is it called Can of Worms? Because it's more comedy sounding. <laughs> can it's can, can of, of Worms. worms. Yeah, it's can of Worms are like a board game. Can of Worms might be that, like, like the... What's the oh, no, that was Can of Monkeys. Do you ever have can monkeys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the monkeys all like you have to make. Well, a, when like, you when you put an O in between two things, it's 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 a, it's like a budget thing. Like it's like can O tuna. You know, yeah, it's like yeah. you're getting value for money. Right. You thought Channel Ten was scraping on money? <laughs> they to, couldn't afford an extra F. Well, I don't know. It just sounded funnier. Sounds better in a jingle. Can of worms. What's the? Is there, is there a song for it? No. Can of worms. Can of worms. <laughs> We're gonna teach you some controversial terms. Can of worms. <laughs> Wow. As I was singing that, I was fucking like, what rhymes with worms? Yeah. And you didn't think of something? No. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck you. Um, yeah, Can of Worms, you should watch that. It's a really cool show. Oh, and Lots Gruen's of cool back people. on too, yeah? Oh, yeah, Gruen's back on the TV, um, uh, 9 o'clock Wednesday nights. You can't get away make, from the microphone That will make no enough. sense to anyone listening in other countries. Uh, thank you for listening to us. I'm Charlie Clausen. I'm Will Anderson. Uh, Michael Chamberlain. <laughs>